But, but, oh, welcome back to your list sucks. And guess what? This list really does suck, guys. <laughs> um, I always have optimism. I'm always happy. I'm always go- happy go lucky before entering this. Nope. Uh, we have decided to run this car straight off the ledge and put this uh, crazy list out there. Again, there's two people that I really wanted to seek out for this list, and I got them, and I'm regretting my decision already for the choice. Uh, but first, I'm going to go with my Warzone uh, showrunner, um, question writer, editor extraordinaire pretty much now, I like to call him, uh, Brian Michaels. Uh, you were When I came up with the concept, you were the first person I thought in mind for this. There's two that I was like, maybe you'll be great for, but I knew action for sure because you were you love you love the 80s 90s kind of action movies that's kind of what what i've known you first on in this community so do you feel like your list sucks was this list hard to come up with and do you think you're going to piss me off well i'm going to piss you off no matter what i say that's just a given that's true. That's true. um but i i I don't know the, the very nature of the topic. It's it's you know over the top action movies. It's just asking for like guilty pleasures. So yes, they're going to be movies that a lot of people think are going to suck. But they're ones that you know I enjoy or I just think fall into the category of over the top, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing to be over the top. It's not a judgment on the quality of it. It's just a style. I mean, some movies can be good over the top and there's bad over the top. So we'll see what happens. That is a hundred percent true. The second person I for sure wanted to get on this list, and I am really really regretting the decision now um the sandman himself i wish he put himself to sleep before putting this list to me um but i'm so excited to talk about it because he took the concept of my show and ran with it he's already pretty much a surefire for the hall of fame uh sandy how are you feeling was this list hard to come up with and did you put this list just to piss me off all right so question one um I can't remember what question one was. Um, uh, Question two, um, uh, the list was not hard to come. I probably had another 30 movies in me that uh, are really, really shitty, um, that are over the top, uh, that I don't like. I could have come up with like a a 30 list, a 30 movie list on here. And there might have been some that that you liked. Uh, But as far as your third question goes, did I make this list specifically to piss you off? Um, No, I I did not. I literally went through and, and found movies that I my 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 interpretation of an over the top action movie is if it pulls you out of the movie and you go what the fuck that's what i think is over the top so if it pulls you out of the movie so every one of the movies that i put in there there is something about that movie that i just go what the fuck and 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 move on there so Oh, 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 yeah. No, the first question again is, uh, are you going to hate me for my list or are you going to hate my list? Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm just going to sit here and take it in the face because this list is horrible. But I, but uh, yeah, if I'm already going to make the Hall of Fame, you know what, then I'm going to be there for my it's going to be a sing. It's going to be a first ballot Hall of Fame notch on the belt right there yeah i think you will be the first unanimous person <laughs> to the hall of fame he's a first ballot uh, um again and the next person i uh, had no idea it was his birthday when i came up with the idea he was actually the only one to comment on the post so he kind of won by uh <laughs> just being there um but no this is douglas castle happy birthday i'm sorry that you're going to get abused on your birthday but it's pretty much going to happen um kind of just break down what you uh what you thought about this list, what action kind of movies mean to you, stuff like that. 
Uh, typically action movies basically kind of was like a safe haven for me, believe it or not. I kind of like throw them on cause I was like an only kid. So I was like, sure, let's pop this on and watch blood and gluts, you know, that aren't typical horror movie. Um, <laughs> throwing the list together was actually kind of, uh, easy. It kind of all came to me right in one foul swoop. I thought it was going to take me all night, but I was like, nah, doop, 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 doop. And you're probably going to hate my list just as much as you hate everybody else's list. It's it's quite all right. I, and my birthday, it's meant for abuse. So, I mean, I came into the world abused. <laughs> That's sad and terrible, and we'll, we'll just move on from here. Um, basically, how the show breaks down is everybody gets a personal top ten list. The reason I compiled this list is I have very vast opinions on people's opinions, and I like to rip them apart for them. Um so basically, each person will tell me what these films made their list. Each people tackled. I don't give them much parameters. I just say, you have to defend it when it comes time to. So congratulations. Again, I will reiterate this. This is best over-the-top action movies, not worst. And I don't know if everybody got the concept, but here we go. We're going to start with the birthday boy himself. We're going to start with Douglas. Give us your 10, 9, 8. Give a pause in between after you introduce. See if anybody else has it on the list. If they do, we'll talk about that later. But go ahead and start. Cool. Uh, number 10, coming in hot, is The Expendables. Anybody have the first Expendables on your list? Nope. Nope. Okay. Nice. Uh, go to your 9. And my 9 is Smoking Aces. Anybody have Smoking Aces? No. Nope. And you're, you're number eight. Uh, and number eight is Furious 7. Yikes. Oh, okay. I don't have that on my list. I'm, I, oh, oh, man. So we'll talk about Furious 7 later, but tell us why Expendables and Smoking Aces made your list. Listen, when it comes to, like, over-the-top action, uh, with the Expendables, there's just scenes in there simply that just blow up on screen and you're just like oh my god what the hell did I just watch uh, Terry Crews with the drum gun Randy Couture super punching Stone Cold Steve Austin in the face uh, Stallone and Statham taking a whole squadron of people out this was literally your 80s action star all star crew together and this is what made an action star you know action film together was just incredible it's 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 honestly just something that I really enjoyed the first time I watched it. I've seen it several times. It's a guilty pleasure, I'm sure, but I'm not really guilty. Of, you know, I don't feel guilty about it. Uh, and Smoking Aces. Uh, I fell in love with this movie as soon as it came out. The I was a huge fan of Entourage. I uh, don't know if anybody else is, but... Uh, and Jeremy Piven just taking this role and kind of... Uh, taking the role that he had in Entourage and kind of, like, expanding it, like, tenfolds and seeing him drugged out, coked out, and trying to get assassinated. And, I mean, you get Chris Pine's crew killing Ben Affleck's crew, the elevator shootout scene, the 50 Cal just coming in and decimating everybody. Uh, it's just a great scene. Uh, but, yeah, and then we'll talk about Fury 7 later. Okay, so... <laughs> 
I first I was never gonna go to your nine first, but your excuse that you like entourage is the reason <laughs> you like smoking aces is fucking ridiculous. That is the dumbest reason ever. Like I love music, so I'm gonna go watch the worst. I think you're the first person to bring up smoking aces since it got released in theaters. Like this thing is trash. I will tell you, this is one of the movies that the trailer sold me, and I was like, yes. And then I sat through and I'm like, no, like, never. I've always seen this in the $1 bin, the $2 bin, and I've always, like, passed it. Like, this is just stupid choice. Like, no one needs to buy this. Um, But your number, I mean, best of all time over the action... Again, it's how you define over the action, over the top action. And I'm pretty sure anything from the 80s and 90s can almost classify as over the top action because you have to, anytime you have to, like, you know, flip off reality and, like, just sense what happens, that counts. The Expendables, you just chose the, the AARP version of the 80s and 90s action stars and put them in there. Like, this was a cash grab if I've ever seen one. But, like, man, I really am tired. Like, my benefits haven't kicked in. My knees hurt. I kind of need hip replacement. Let's do the expendables and get all the old people in the room together and see what happens. Oh, better yet, let's make three of the damn things. Yeah. Uh, no. This is this is terrible. Uh, in the moment you said Randy Couture, I was again, this does not defend the answer anymore. I love the MMA fighter of Randy Couture in an action movie. Okay. Um... Brian, Sandy, real quick blurbs. Did these even come close to making your list? Well, I think he misunderstood, thought it was the over the hill action movies, which would definitely qualify for Expendables. Because that was just, it's like sad. It's its just sad watching your grandpa try to hold on to his youth, you know? It, it wasn't good. So that made, was not even close. <gasps> Smoking Aces was on my list for a long time. I I really ah, love the action ah. in Smoking Aces. Joe Carnahan did a great job. I liked everybody in it. If it wasn't for that usual suspe- suspects wannabe plot that they kind of shoved in there, that was the part I didn't like about it. But the action in it was definitely over the top, and I enjoyed it. Fair, fair. Um, Sandy, real quick. Um, Expendable Ones is awesome. So, uh, you know, I got nothing to say about it. Um, and the Smoking Aces, come on. Like, the whole movie is garbage. It is like they're oh. – it, it, it starts – and then it can't be over soon enough. Uh, if I saw it uh, free, if somebody was giving away their old DVDs on a yard sale and it had a big sign on it said free, I would still walk past it. Um, so Sir, yeah. I do not think you can have that opinion. We will get to yours, <laughs> but I do not believe that you can insult Smoky Nation's good sir with your list. But we will get to that soon enough. I want okay. to save this for it. Um, next is going to be uh, where uh, Brian. Brian, tell us your 10, 9, 8. Give a pause in between. All right. At 10, I have John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Anybody? Nobody. Okay. All right. At 9, I have a 1991 Hong Kong action movie called Ricky O, The Story of Ricky. Anybody no one's even heard of it, maybe? Um, did Michael Bay direct that? I don't think so. Continue. He did not. And number 8, I have Shoot 'em Up. Nobody. Okay. Okay. All right, so basically break in your top 10 or your 10, 9, 8. Um, again, uh, I'll just reiterate, uh, there's, there's two that I haven't seen on your list. Um, didn't get a chance to because I give lists come in so quick. But can't give you a crap on them. One I have a question about, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, go ahead and break them down. 
Okay. Well, John Wick Chapter 3, uh, I think, is definitely qualifies as an over-the-top action movie. Now, it's not that I think the others on this list are better movies than John Wick Chapter 3. It's just I struggled whether or not to consider it over the top. Because John Wick 1 and 2 were definitely action-packed. But I think 3 is where they kind of started to tip the scales a little bit. I mean, it got so constant and so, you know, by the end of the movie, it's like, okay, you know, it's 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 gotten over the top with the action scenes with the guns and the and the martial arts and everything. Um, but it's just, it's still a great flick. It's just, I think that three is kind of where they start tipping the scales toward over the top. Um, do you want to move on to now? You want to talk about 10 first? Yeah, we'll just go through them and I'll, I'll, I'll hit them after that. Okay. Nine, <laughs> uh, Ricky O, the story of Ricky. If you guys have not seen this, I just saw it for the first time recently because I heard it was like the most violent, cartoonish martial arts film of all time. Um, it look, it it's definitely cartoonish and it and I think it knows it is. It's, it looks low budget and the effects are funny, but it's the bloodiest horror flick you've ever seen. People are, you know, they slap each other and the eyeballs fall out. They're punching through walls and steel doors. Um, one guy at one point slices open his stomach, takes out his intestine, tries to choke somebody else to death with it. At one point, somebody kicks a dog in half. I mean, if that is not the definition of over the top, I don't know what is, but it's hilarious and you should watch it. Um, number eight, shoot him up. Um, that was, uh, it starred Clive Owen. If you guys have, don't remember, I think Paul Giamatti, oh. I think was in it as well. Okay. Um, but it, that, that was another one that was also very cartoonish, but it was intentionally so. It's totally tongue in cheek the whole time. The movie starts out with Clive Owen chawing on a, on a carrot because they're clearly going for like a Looney Tunes Bugs Bunny vibe. And uh, I mean, he, there's a shootout while he's in the middle of having sex. There's one where he's tossing a baby around that he's trying to protect. And it's just, it's absolutely over the top and it's fun. Oh my gosh. I, oh wow. Talk about a hit when you finally realize the movie you're talking about. <laughs> Shoot him up the carrot. Uh, and, and he kills a guy with a carrot too, by the way. <laughs> yes, he does. He does kill one. That's a very interesting choice. Okay. So first one, I kind of, you kind of answered in your first one, John, uh, uh, I was like John Wick three over John Wick one or two, but you are a hundred percent correct. John three, John Wick three is just they did. I literally sat there at one point. I'm like, I get it. You <laughs> yep. kill people. Like, <laughs> can you talk? Like, I it was just it was nonstop from get go, and it never let up. And I was just like halfway through. I'm like, I'm exhausted. And I'm doing nothing. Yeah, I still uh, liked it, but it's over the top. It still has one of my favorite lines in the entire thing is like, do I have all the rights to the hotel again? Yes. I need guns. Lots of <laughs> guns. And I'm like, okay, Keanu, just keep going with yourself. I uh, don't have a problem with that one. I think any of the John Wicks, I think I think the trilogy of John Wick is amazing. <clears throat> I love all three of those movies, uh, some more than the others, but it's just the world building, the insane action. Keanu Reeves is at his height. Uh, I don't believe he's the savior like everybody else feels like it, but I really like that he's back and doing a lot of great stuff. Your next one, Ricky O, sounds like you described it perfectly. Uh, will I watch that? Probably not. Um, you sold it not well. Uh, kicking a dog in half, yeah, whatever. And Clive Owen, shoot him up. I have seen this movie now. Um, yeah, no, this I remember watching this. This is the dumbest stuff. I'm a big fan of Polly G, everything Polly G does, but not this movie. Uh, so uh, he, he Clive Owen can take his carrot and shove it. Uh, basically, <laughs> um, so basically, Douglas and Sandy. All three kind of missed your list. Um, kind of touch on just real quick, quick little verbs, why they didn't make your list. Birthday boy. All right. Uh, John Wick didn't make my list. Um, I I haven't seen three, 
so that's why it has me on my list. Uh, your number nine, um, while sounding kind of entertaining and like a guilty pleasure, you need to I see would probably I would probably enjoy a little bit. Um, I have not seen that either. Uh, but shoot them up. You made fun of smoking aces, and you have shoot them up on your list. No, no, no. I like you smoking did. aces. But but here's the thing. Listen, listen. That movie was. Oh my god. I, I ah, that was so bad. That was so bad. I remember paying money and walking out. It was just so bad. That's how bad that movie was for me. Again, I've seen your list. You don't have much to talk about either. I have um, to talk about. Sandy, the, um, the way he described two of these, it sounds like it should literally have made your list. Just maybe not have seen it at this time. Uh, yeah, so, uh, John Wick 2, I have not seen John Wick 3, but John Wick 2 was on my list forever. Um, and just because I rewatched it recently and my, like, like you said before, it goes and goes and goes and it's just nonstop from the, like, it, it, from the moment, a spoiler, everybody, if you haven't seen John Wick 1, uh, stop watching right now and come back in six seconds. Ever since that dog got shot. John Wick was killing people at a clip that Arnold Schwarzenegger in Commando would be happy about. Um, so yeah, I, it was on my list for the longest time, and I took it off uh, just to, just for it. I have not seen Ricky O, but it sounds dope. I'm totally gonna check it out um, and shoot him up. I have seen. Um, I have a way better baby scene. Um, you know that's coming up in one of my movies. So yeah. <laughs> Oh, if Sandy could please stop talking, that'd be great. Um, you're breaking my heart. Um, all right, Sandy. Yeah. I'm going to let a disclaimer before this goes on, okay? Cody really does like me. He really does. But do. what he's going to do right now is not going to be fun. I love Sandy so, so much. Before we went live, he said, hey, Cody. That list I sent you wasn't in the correct order. I just put them in an order. Can I reorder them? I had no problems with Sandy's top four. He reordered them. I have a huge problem with this entire fucking list now. Um, so please tell us your 1098. Again, you, I will just let the cat out of the bag. I'm not going to even ask. You're not even going to have to pause. Because you have no crossovers with anybody on this panel. So tell us your 1098 and then talk about them. All right. So my number 10 is the Patrick Swayze awesome-tacular awesomeness of Roadhouse. This movie from the beginning to the end is over the top in every... The, the dialogue, the jokes, the sex scenes, the dancing, the fights everything it accumulates with one of the most over the top fights of all time where patrick swayze rips the throat out of his main nemesis and just chucks it into the lake where they're fighting with his body that falls into there come on it's so good like what if my what if my what, what, what you know what if somebody calls my mama a whore is she I mean, come on! Like, like you can't just like the action can't just be the whole. It's an action movie, but the whole thing is over the top from the beginning. So, all right, now I'm gonna catch a ton of shit for this one from a, a certain co, uh, a certain client of Cody Newberry's, but I'm gonna tell you why I chose The Hobbit: Battle of the Five Armies. It 
like it doesn't stop it is so over the top you have this giant army with the elves and the humans coming this way you got a giant army with all the bad guys coming this way you got a bunch of dwarfs coming this way and they all go into the middle for a big popcorn splash around and it's just it's it's just over the top and thorin come on like everything he says is uh like he's so angry all the time and it's like over the top angry it's like not realistic angry it's like crazy angry uh and i know that that's what they're going for but it's over the top for me and then my number eight um is the classic awesome dennis rodman jean-claude van damme classic (laughs) double team this movie is so good Dennis Rodman trying to do any kind of action is like watching him wrestle in WCW over the top and stupid it was this I every time this movie comes on TV and trust me it comes on all the bad channels so many times I stop and watch no matter where it is I'll stop and watch it and listen to the dialogue between Rodman and and French Jean-Claude Van Damme and it's just brutal Uh, and, and the action is stupid like it's just so good to watch it so all right, those are my ten through eight. I don't like Sandy anymore. For one, I made a huge point to stop ranking your list from ten to one. He resent me the list, thinking that he followed the rules. Still did ten through one. So I put them Can in I? a ranking because I'm thinking this was your ten nine one, and you didn't. No. So, oh, I did. Oh no, that's the way it's supposed to be. No, it's not. I want one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, you but I have to go from ten to nine. And I eight. don't care what you. Oh, okay. I, guess. I run this show. <laughs> All Second. right. So, yes, I, I totally Second. fucked up. Second, Roadhouse is it's below great. Battle of the Five Armies and Double Team. You piece of shit. Like I don't get that at all. Like, I know there's a huge different viewpoint. Like, people love Roadhouse or don't like Roadhouse. But if you're going to consider Roadhouse, don't insult Roadhouse. Like, that's just rude. Okay, second, second. I just rewatched Battle of the Five Armies. You are 100% wrong. This movie stops at 17 different points. There's literally a 45-minute dialogue of the Arkenstone and you stole it from me. I'm going to throw you off the balcony, blah, blah, blah. He was like, you're not my king. I will not bow to you. And then he sits there and listens to my gold fills over. Oh, so terrible. This so movie, I, I am on, I'm a defender of Hobbit 1 and Hobbit 2. Hobbit Absolutely. 3 is a garbage piece of gold that I never want to watch again. Um, way too long, way too bad, hate it. Okay, three, double team, listen. Thank you for selling me on the biggest pile of shit I've ever heard. You literally put two things in the same conversation that I will never go to. Jean-Claude Van Damme and Dennis Rodman. Listen, I was a 90s kid and grew up with Rodman and WCW when he had the team with Jay Leno. But let me tell when they had Jay Leno versus him, stop. This, I said, I wanted best. I didn't say worst. You broke the rules. You're this is terrible. You have this at eight, and you think Roadhouse in your mind, Roadhouse is a worse film than Double Team. <laughs> That's gross. Um, gonna go to um, oh, I don't even know why I'm saying this, but <laughs> Douglas and Brian, did you ever have a consideration for Double Team on your list? 
Double team, absolutely not. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it once back, like when it first came out, and realized how horrible it was, and would never expose myself so to that again. God. Um. So basically, Battle of the Five Armies and Roadhouse for you too, Brian. Go ahead. Uh, for Battle of Five Armies, um, yeah. If you're going for just quantity of over the top, uh, yeah, it definitely has way too much going on. But they had to drag out a one movie's worth of material <laughs> into three movies, so they had to put a bunch of filler in there. Um. But I don't really like the Hobbit movies, so it's never on my list. Um, Roadhouse, I get it. People like it. It's got the 80s cheese action. I never liked Roadhouse myself. The only good thing that came out of that is MacGruber got to copy the ripping the throat thing. So. There. <laughs> Douglas. Uh, why you miss these Oscar-winning films. Totally. All right. <laughs> so let me paint a picture for you. I'm sitting here in West Coast video. I'm about... I want to say 10 years old and Friday nights I get to pick a movie and I pick double team. <laughs> Can I tell you how? All right. You know how Mark Ellis ha- hates hook for certain reasons. I hate double team. I wanted to throw, I want to pull the, the, the roadhouse move on Dennis Rodman for that horrible, hot garbage of a movie. Um, and you talked about and you talked about smoking aces. Listen, all right. Uh, I can see Roadhouse. Uh, same with Brian. I can see how uh, the appeal does happen uh, for people. Uh, just not for me. I like Swayze in different roles, and Roadhouse was not one of them. Um, Battle of the Five Armies. Uh, listen, if we were ranking. Hobbit movies, it would rank lower than the animated movies for me. Uh, that that's how bad Battle Ouch. of the Five Armies was, and I like Decimated Desolation of Schmog and uh and the Unexpected Journey, but yeah, that's how low that movie ranks for me. I'm so sad. Oh no, we're sad too. Um, okay, we're gonna go back to Douglas. Um, Douglas, start with your seven. We're gonna go one film at a time. If somebody has it, pause, but if not. After you announce it, talk about it, and then I'll rip you to shreds afterwards. Sweet. Uh, Number seven, uh, the amazing film known as Wanted. Um, Yeah. Anybody else? Of course not. Go ahead. Listen, y'all can badmouth this movie all you want, but you know what this movie gives you? It gives you the the, the keyboard scene that says, fuck you. And then it also gives you one hell of a scene, one hell of a a mass murder slash suicide scene. That scene still today is so impressive. Uh, the whole Wesley killing Sloan, uh, the butcher fight alone is admissions worth. The butcher fight, when he fights the butcher, is intense. It's insane. Uh, and you know what? It has a 69 in audience, so I'd count that as a win. Um, yeah, Wanted, for example. Um Wish they could curve a bullet and take me out while watching this. Um, this is like the Angelina Jolie needs to be in everything because Hollywood finds her beautiful and like put her in everything you possibly can. That's how it finally broke down. I loved, you're right, I love the over-the-top action where it was like in a giant sewing factory to find out who kills who next. That was brilliant. Thank you so much for that. The only good thing we got from this was James McAvoy. Thank you for continuing acting and not giving up because you were putting it. And um, Chris Pratt. Yeah, he got hit with the <laughs> keyboard. It was epic. No. Um, this movie was, this is, 
this is one of those times, like, I think it came out like 2000... 2008. 2000, yeah, like 2008. <laughs> Sad that Iron Man and Wanted came out the same year. But I remember seeing it and I was like, are we going back to like a really bad time in action? Because this one really frustrated me a lot. And I was still young to understand, but like not a fan of Wanted. Um, I've probably seen it more than I'm proud to admit, actually, because it was always on those free channels and like I would just watch it. Um, but yeah, I didn't like this movie at all. I think the gun, vi- like the curving of the bullet, the action, like that's an interesting concept. Just the script was trash. Um, Brian, uh, Sandy, quick on Wanted. Uh, why did this not make your list? Go ahead, Sandy. Uh, it, it didn't make my list just because there's too much about this movie that I didn't like, and there are a couple things about it that I did like. And I know you're laughing at me, but uh, but I have to watch. I literally have to watch this movie every few months because it's always because it's a, a DC product. I always have to to, to catch it to. to bone up on it and and make sure i remember everything uh you're right angelina jolie literally in everything at that point in time uh james mcavoy i'm so sorry that you had to be in this role um you know go and 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 do x-men movies because you did so much better there um but i mean it's a movie it's it's a movie. It's it's got over top action. I do agree with both of you. I, I think the 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 whole uh, you know uh, sewing machine room thing is is cool. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah. Uh, I just want to state this for the record. I do not feel like that it's cool. I hate that idea <laughs> that they found out who kills out of <laughs> weaving. Really interesting. Really cool. Um, Brian, I I actually very much enjoy Wanted. I like the movie a lot. Um, the only reason it's not on my list is that I it actually I debated putting it on here, but I didn't really consider it over the top action. There are moments that are certainly over the top, but overall, I didn't think that the action was as over the top as some of the other ones on my list. But I I like the movie. Oh, okay, uh, me and Brian enough. in that sixty nine percent. What up? <laughs> okay, go to uh, your next one. Uh, my next one. Uh, if it's not on anybody's list, I don't know why it's not. But Kill Bill Volume One. Nope. Really? All right. Uh, so this movie, uh, by critics and audience members alike, have loved this movie. The Bride versus 88 scene alone is hands down one of the best action choreographed scene that Quentin Tarantino's ever done. Um, when she's fu- the opening scene is so haunted when they kill when they attempt to kill her. It's crazy. Um, her versus Gogo and Oren are insane scenes. Yes, Volume 2 expands it, but I think this was the stepping stone in which you saw what was down the line. And I think over-the-top action, this is clearly very much so in that category. Yeah, I have nothing to say wrong with Kill Bill. Um, I'm, on the, I'm kind of on the side that I'm not the biggest fan of Kill Bill, Volume 1 and Volume 2. I love Tarantino. I just find this in the bottom of filmography. I think they're good films. I just, they're never the ones that I'm like, yes, I have to pop in those. I'm, it's always like, I just need that kind of action. I have to go towards that just when I'm feeling that way. It's never like a Pulp Fiction. It's a Reservoir Dogs, a Django, a Inglorious for me. But I have no problem with it being on your list. I completely understand. I, I think maybe Kill Bill Volume 2 is a little bit more over the top. Um, but again, these are each their own. They're as Tarantino would say, this is one movie, not two. 
So uh, <laughs> technically, you're you're including both. Um, but yeah, uh, Sandy, Brian, I uh, what do you think about Kill Bill? Uh, I kind of feel the same way as you, Cody. I don't dislike Kill Bill, but it's probably my least favorite one and two are kind of my least favorite Tarantino's, except for Death Proof. Um, so sure. it wasn't going to make my list. So. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell you how much I love this movie uh, when I watch it. There you go. Okay, fair enough. And don't good. talk to me about Will, number two either because I haven't seen that one either. <laughs> well, I would be really upset if you watched two of them versus and didn't see the beginning. You'd get kind of confused. Uh, okay, give us your next one. Uh, my next one is Mad Max Fury Road. Yikes. All right, cool. Oh. I'm, that's, that's a... That's a Thank God, at least. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> um, okay, and your number four. And my number four is a movie that came out literally 14 days after my birth. Uh, I've been in love with this movie because I shouldn't have watched this at such a young age, but I gave zero craps. Uh, and it's RoboCop. Uh, Anybody? Anyway, no. Hold on, 87 or... Well, I don't think he was born in 2011. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> 14, 14. I'm telling you right now, if he had the other one, he wouldn't be on this show right now. I probably do that. Um, uh, Robocop. Uh, this movie uh, is kind of near and dear to my heart. I popped this movie on as a kid, and I fell in love with this movie. It's horrible to watch as a kid, but you kind of... I'd buy that for a you dollar. Get, <laughs> you get desensitized very, uh, very, very early. Uh, this for me, uh, a high point is the soundtrack. As soon as you hear that initial soundtrack, you know what movie it is. Uh, key points: the Officer Murphy killing scene is just haunting, ridiculous, and intense. Uh, when RoboCop faces down uh, the two nine, uh, the final showdown. Uh, it's just it's a bunch a bunch of stuff that's just really over the top can be cheesy at times but it's just really haunting images too so it's like got this really actually complex story in an over the top action movie yeah um again congratulations well we haven't talked about the one that i think is your out of your mind but uh robocop uh love it um uh Again, I came to it late um, because I wasn't born in 87. Um, <laughs> and after I watched 10 years of The Lion King, I decided to branch my horizons and watch other films. And RoboCop was among them watching. Um, I This is one of those movies that I absolutely love of action movies. Um, just because they have that. It's just insane from start to finish. Like, I just wish they kind of made movies like this, but didn't make them like stupid cons. Like they, I guess it's just because it was first, like they were able to, but like the, when they did the remake, Oh, they didn't even come close to any of the magic of the nah. first one. So I love RoboCop. I think it's fantastic. I'm kind of ashamed for the other two. Cause I possibly would have thought this would have made at least one of their list, but maybe not a big fan of RoboCop, but um, listen, uh, Sandy, um, Brian, why do you hate good action movies? I don't hate RoboCop. I like RoboCop. It, it actually was was an honorable mention probably on my list. It, it's one that I considered briefly. I think the other ones were just a little more over the top. I mean, it's definitely action-packed. 
I mean, at the time they thought it was so graphic, it almost got an NC-17, but by today's standards, it's, it's nothing. But, um, no. but I, 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 I enjoy RoboCop. I have no problem with it. I put an honorable mention, so. Fair. And tell me, Sandy, why Double Team is better than <laughs> Cause, cause honest, in all honesty, I love this movie. Um, but I, I did not consider it over the top. I thought that it was a pretty well thought out movie from beginning to end. Uh, are there some really intense moments? Yeah, but I don't think that there's a sustained amount of over the topness throughout the entire in, entire movie. I think everything happened for a reason. Um, yeah, like you know the, the what's what's the pickle getting killed at the you know at the beginning with you know a thousand gunshot wounds is 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 but that's the way that the whole city was so i don't consider it over the top so that's why i didn't make my list but i love robocop robocop 2 okay robocop 3 bad like yeah. just bad 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 yeah uh, and maybe later we'll have a full discussion why the arkham stone is better than robocop but we'll talk about that later <laughs> time um we're gonna go to uh, <laughs> Uh, if I didn't watch it so fresh, Sandy, I wouldn't get soft. But you, I just watched it. I'm very upset. I honestly, I'm happier now because I thought it was your two. When you redid the list, I thought you put it as your number two, and I had to include it in the personal top ten. And I wanted to just off myself. Um, but now we're going to uh, Brian. Give us your seven through four. Seven was mentioned earlier. That was Furious Seven. Oh, okay. Let's let's have those conversations. Okay. Well, you know, Fast and the Furious, I mean, started off as a point break ripoff. I mean, it was an enjoyable movie, but it was absolutely just point break in cars. Um, it kept going. By the fourth movie, it was starting to reinvent itself. By the fifth movie, it had kind of become the over-the-top action franchise that it is today. Um, I actually struggled over which one to put in here, because one of them had to be in here. Um, but five, six, seven, I think it peaked with seven. I mean, seven is the point where you're driving uh, cars from skyscraper to skyscraper. There's a car versus jet climax on a runway that would have to be like 18 miles long for it to actually happen. Um, <laughs> I mean, the series gets increasingly more outrageous. And at times it really stretches your ability to, you know, suspend disbelief. But if you're willing to just, you know, just go with it, they're fun rides. I enjoy the Fast and Furious movies, and I really think the over-the-topness of it peaked with seven. Uh, yeah, I'll touch on this first. Um, wrong. If you're going over the top, please go with five, that they literally take a safe and roll it down the streets and tear everything apart. Uh, six. Six at least has a good villain and you know has a concept that I can get behind, even though there's a they're on a runway for 30 minutes and that plane never takes off nor they ever catch them till the end. Um, so it's quite a, that's a big aircraft carrier. Um, this, the final one, seven is where I lost my ever loving mind watching this movie. Um, I hate that they're in fandom because I have to watch them to be good at fandom. They're awful. Um, but like this movie has one of the worst lines ever. You know what happens when you battle the road, you know, when you battle the road, Road, uh, road always wins. wins. Boom! And stomps. He's not the Hulk. He stomps and sends a shockwave through the ground to make it fall. The rock literally flexes out of his cast and said, I'm good to go. Like, I am so over Exactly. It. It's over the top. It's over the top. <laughs> it's, it's, there's a different over the top and piles of shit. Like, you guys, are, you guys are blurring the lines, and I'm not happy about it at this point. I hate Furious 7 with a passion. 
like it makes you go this crazy distance and then get you to the end where it's like the sad moment of Paul Walker's passing and the, and the drive. This movie made a billion dollars. A billion dollars. I hate I hate the world. I really do. We could have just paid tribute. We didn't have to go watch the movie. Awful to me. I think Furious 7 is way over. I, I honestly hate the Fast and the Furious movies, to be honest. I like 5. 4 is actually not as bad as most people say, even though oh, Ben Beasel turns, turns into Batman. But, like, <laughs> terrible. Uh, please, uh, Douglas, you actually had this on your list. Uh, you just had a little bit lower. Tell me why you love yeah. bad movies. Uh, I love bad movies because they're good. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, touching on what Brian said, uh, the car jumping scene, uh, the plane drop scene is incredible where they drop him out of the airplane. Uh, you get the line from The Rock that says, I am the cavalry as he's shooting a Woman. fucking mini. Yo, he is shooting a minigun. Woman, you forgot that part. I am the cavalry woman. <laughs> I am the, I am, but he shoots a minigun. <laughs> he shoots. They, that's not over the top action. He shoots a minigun. And it's great. Um, the the Dom and fight at the end where he's like, oh, do you think this is going to take it to the streets? And they fight with wrenches. Wrenches. This movie's great. This movie's great. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you. I don't know what high school you went to, but great does, <laughs> great does not. That's not the definition of what great is. Okay, um, uh, go ahead, Sandy. I'm really, I'm utterly surprised, surprised? shocked, kind of sad that the, I expected this to be the only sw- clean sweep on the list, and you decided to go against well, it. So it would not have been a clean sweep, no matter what, because I agree with you. If you're going to talk over the top, Fast and Furious, it's either eight or five. Stop. It's either eight or five and five would have been my choice. It was actually on my list, but I took it off. Um, five is so over the top. They drag a freaking 10 ton safe between two cars from one end of Rio de Janeiro to the other, destroying every cop car and bank and housing and trees and boulevards that they possibly can while laughing about it when it hits that bank and Brian's like, holy shit. And they're laughing as all those people scurry away, as, you know, from getting trampled by this thing. It is, it is so over the top. It's hilarious. Uh, I want to mention one thing about furious seven. Uh, Cause I love furious seven. Uh, double tapped the drone before he ripped the minigun off and then started firing at the helicopter. I mean, seriously, it does not get anything better than that. <laughs> is, is Cody right about like the, you know, Vin Diesel stomping on the ground, like he's rumble from transformers gen one and then just going, you know, you know, and, and smash it. No, I have no idea how that happened. I mean, Vin's pretty tough. I, I, I guess, uh, you know, he could have that, but uh, it is, wasn't on my, None of them are on my list because I don't think they're over the top. I like them. So I think that they're good. I, 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 I think the entire series is good right from the beginning. I even like Tokyo Drift. So Cody, come at me on that one. So Yeah, thanks everybody for your time. We're going to end it right here right now. This is the end of the show. I am done. Moving on. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's go to your next one, Brian. All right. This is one that I'll be surprised if anybody's even seen on this panel. Uh, it's a movie in 2004 called Torque. Anyone? Yeah. It's not a yikes, but I have. All right. So, Torque is one of my all-time guilty pleasures. I mean, this is a movie that was clearly just made as a Fast and Furious ripoff. It was Fast and Furious on motorcycles. It's basically what it was going to be. 
Um, and it is. It's a badly, it's a bad, over-stylized Fast and Furious ripoff, but it just wallows in its own cheese. I mean, this movie knows what it is, and it embraces it, and it's great. I mean, there's one scene that has uh, two chicks fighting it out, like martial arts style, ninja kicks and backflips and everything, while riding motorcycles and having like a duel with motorcycles. It's, it's just hilarious. It's great. Um, the acting and dialogue is painful. There's no getting around that. But the... Uh, the action is good. The director has this obsession with reflections. He films everything in reflections in mirrors and car hoods and glasses in the watch in a, in a knife. I mean, it's a drinking game. You'd be drunk within five minutes. In. But I mean, I can't call it a good movie, but it is a hell of a fun movie to watch, especially for the group of friends. Thank you so much, Brian, because you know what? Every time I sit and think, what's, what's that movie with ice cube and motorcycles <laughs> and like really, really rough? Oh, that's Torque. Thank you. Or what's the one with uh, Clive, Clive Owens and the carrot? Like you brought up two of these moments that I've thought many times, what's those things called? And you just probe it. Uh, everybody get ready for a uh, uh, question from Torque coming in Warzone pretty soon. Uh, but uh, gosh, Brian, my God, gosh. I don't even, I, at this point, I have nothing to say. I'm, I'm just sad. Um, you, should, you should have a few drinks and watch it, trust if me. If I help you, it's an hour and 24 minutes. So if you want a quick one, go ahead and watch it. But my God, this movie, you're 100% right. It was a ripoff, but shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done that. Um, Sandy, uh, actually, I'm going to go Doug first. Doug, you've actually uh, said that <laughs> it's not a yikes, but you've seen it. Don't know if that means it's good. So go ahead and talk about um, it, Doug. Well, it is definitely not a good film. Um, you get uh, Ice Cube trying to pretend that he's still in NWA. Um, you just get... <laughs> you get this action... Uh, the the acting is just it's laughable and it's it's just I know that I'm probably digging my own hole with my uh, number three but uh, yeah no um I I've seen the movie it's definitely a guilty pleasure because I I do watch it when it's on like HBO or like TNT um and you just find yourself clicking through the channels and it's like oh this movie cool let's watch this movie about you know a guy trying to find out who's killing his brother while chasing his enemy and yeah Fast and the Furious. Uh, Sandy. Okay, so I have seen this movie, uh, and I re- I'm and not I was shocked, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, I thought it was a good movie. Uh, I like Ice Cube when he's you know anchoring back to his NWA days. Uh, the only reason it's not on my list because it could have been is uh, it just I I I. I if I was going to pick a bad Ice Cube, Ice Cube movie that is really over the top, you're going to have to go Triple X uh, State of the Union because um, that movie is so – any of the Triple X's, of course. This isn't worst. This is I best. know. The best. But Triple X State of the Union is awesome. I love that movie. It's so fantastic. It's so over the top and cheesy okay. that it's great. So that's what I think about Torque. As far as it being like a, a, a ripoff, I mean, yeah. I mean – when you have a successful a successful um, run with Fast and the Furious, I mean, there's going to be some some cheaters out there that make movies. I mean, Need for Speed, should I say anymore? But no, this well, movie I enjoyed. It doesn't pretend it's not. The movie opens up with like two cars, look just like the Fast and Furious ones racing, and then motorcycles zooms past them. Yep. And the, the license plate or the sign spins and says cars suck. I mean, it was <laughs> they knew they were doing a ripoff. Yeah, so good. 
Okay. Oof. Okay, let's go to your next one. Let's try to improve this. All right. Uh, number five, I think most Never people have probably actually seen. It is fun as hell, but it is absolutely over the top. The style, definitely. And that is 2006's Crank. Nobody else? Nobody else? Okay. Um, Crank is a movie that's all about style, and it's all about the over-the-stops over-the-top style. It starts, it never stops. That's actually the whole plot of the movie. It feels like a video game almost. I mean, Crank 2 actually has a segment that actually plays out as like a 16-bit video game. Um, but I mean, the frenetic pacing, the way it's filmed, even the driving music behind it, this movie is so over-the-top and it's hilarious. It's almost a comedy, but it's definitely an over-the-top action movie and I love it. Yeah, um, Crank. <laughs> that's a choice. Um... <laughs> I honestly really like the concept of Crank. I think it's a very cool concept. Um, you should have went with the better. Should have been Oscar nominated. High Voltage. Really good. Uh, no, not really. Um, there's literally a scene of like Amy Smart and him having sex in a horse track in this one. Um, yeah. He gets every chance he gets to get electrocuted by something. And she just gets more and more ridiculous as it goes. Um, That's I what watched- makes it awesome. <laughs> That's great. Um, I agree. <laughs> over the top, maybe uh, stupid as heck is the correct answer. Um, I think it was just I, I. I blame this movie. I blame this movie for a lot of things, but I blame it for Jason Statham. I blame that we get Jason Statham and everything now because of Crank. Because after this, it's huh. That's a good thing. No, I no that <laughs> stop it, sir. Stop it right now. Transporter, yes, that was another one, but it was around that same time frame that just launched him and like we gotta put him here. He's got an accent. I like accents. Let's put him in this movie. A giant shark's coming out. It's gotta be Jason Statham. And the the like there's literally an interview out there that he does not he does not believe he does bad movies. This man needs to wake the hell up. This is a atrocious movie. I am not a fan. I mean, it's not, it's, it's, you hit the nail on the head of over the top. I just think this high on your list, I think you, I think you got electrocuted by putting it this high. Um, but, um, Doug and Sandy. Great. Uh, Sandy. Uh, Sandy seemed really excited. So I think he kind of missed this golden gem. It was. It was on my list because uh, I love this movie. I think this movie is great from start to finish. I'm like even a, I, I like the sequel. I do. I like the sequel too. So uh, I love the fact that these two these two franchises, the Transporter and the and, and the Crank series, launched Jason Statham. Because if we hadn't launched Jason Statham, we wouldn't have had him in the Fast and Furious franchise. And one of the best moments of cheesiness that why I say that uh, Fast 8 could have been on the list with that scene in the in the plane. Come on. Yes. So good. And, yes. and, and then, I mean, the, the scene in the mechanic where he's like, he's beating people up in the freaking oil as he's sliding around going crazy. I mean, come on. Everything Jason Statham does, he touches is gold. It's absolute gold. Uh, it, it is. He has, he's been in, oh, come on. Him and him is a handsome Rob in the, in, in uh, the Italian job. I mean, come on, man. Jason Statham is here to stay. And his totally awesome action oriented comedic take and spy dope man it was so good and uh yeah so i have nothing bad to say about this movie it is over the top and it is glorious i've lost my I, I think society is bad um <laughs> doug uh, you're probably gonna love this too so go ahead, <laughs> uh 
I I do I do find this movie highly enjoyable. I seen both movies in the theater. Um, crank Crank Two, Crank Two. The video game scene is priceless. So um, listen, when <laughs> when you see that horse track scene just come up and it's out of nowhere, and it's just like it just hits you. It's like, all right, that's what this movie's going for, and it's just completely bonkers. Uh, while I don't have it on my list, I can appreciate that you do have it on your list because it's definitely over the top. All right, um, so we're going to go to. Uh, I don't think I don't think Brian's done. I think he's got nope, one more. He's got yes. one more. Got one more, Brian. My number four. Yes. Okay. Um, this is kind of where my uh, my guilty pleasures uh, uh, stop. I mean, some some of the below here, I still I thought they were good, not necessarily guilty, but the rest of these I think are actually good movies. Uh, my number four is 2010's Kick Ass. Hmm. Nobody else. Nobody else. Okay. Um, I love Kick Ass. Kick Ass was a, a shot, you know, in the arm of the superhero your uh, comic book movie genre. Um, it's hilarious. It's action packed. It's so over the top, especially all the scenes with Hit Girl. Um, there's no denying it. It's it, it was original. I mean, based on a comic, but it's an original movie compared to everything else that's coming out at the time. And I enjoy the hell out of it. I don't care what anyone else says. That's all I gotta say. Thank you so much, Brian. You finally picked one that's not terrible. Um, <laughs> I appreciate this one. No, this one is actually a really good choice. I think this one, again. I think all comic book movies can have some over-the-top action moments, but this is one that actually grabbed it and ran with it. I think Hit Girl is super underrated when you talk about like comic book characters in movies. She does not get the you know the the appreciation that she should because I think she's been phenomenal. Um, I think that's the first time I've ever said anything. It's Chloe Grace Moretz, right? I'm not, yeah. that's, a, that's the first time I think I've ever complimented her um, in something because most of the time she just drives me nuts in movies, just to be honest with you. Uh, Fifth Wave, Neighbors, just they put her in everything just because apparently that's, it's a fun name to have on the billboard, but she drives me batty. But like she does really great in these movies, so like I enjoy that. Um, uh yeah, so I don't have any problems. Uh, Sandy and uh, Doug, I'm kind of surprised with kind of your geek background to not include this one. So just let me know what your mindset of not having. Uh, for me, mindset was that I wasn't thinking. Um, it would have definitely made it to my list. Uh, well, I can tell of, that by your list. I can tell yeah, that by your list. It definitely would have. Uh, it probably would have taken out the spot of number seven. Uh even though I do really enjoy number seven. Um, but I just, I honestly didn't think about it until Brian brought it up. All right. Fair. Um, uh, um, I'll be real quick on this one. Um, I don't like this movie. I don't like it or the sequel. I've never been a fan. I have to watch it for, for certain uh, events and stuff, but I've just never gravitated. Do I like the character of hit girl? I do. Uh, she's the only part of the movie that I enjoy. Uh, I don't like the main character. I don't like his friends. I don't like anything about it. It just, ah, it's, uh, yeah. So that's why I didn't make my list. All right, Sandy. The Academy has been waiting. Give us your seven through four. All right. My number seven is a John Woo directed Chow Young Fat Asian masterpiece called Hard Boiled. Uh, it is a fun movie. 
And the only reason it is on my list, because it's it's definitely not something that I rewatch all the time, but it's on my list for one specific reason and one specific reason only. And this is for Brian, because I told him that I had a baby story. This, the main hero, Chow Young-Fat, is holding a baby and Chow Young-Fat catches on fire. Then the baby pees on the fire to put it out. If that's not over the top and awesome at the whole at the same time, I have no idea what it is. I doubt anybody has seen this movie. I only came across it a, 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 a little while back, um, but it is a gem over the top throughout the entire thing. And then it accumulates with this one awesome scene to put it up, to put the fire out. So my number seven is hard boiled. Uh, it's fantastic. <sighs> Um, I have to save my energy for the remaining ones on the list. So this is one I'm not going to dock you on. Um, one, I haven't seen it. Um, two, huh? Baby peeing on the fire. That's, that's all that you help, need that, that didn't to go and watch it. That didn't help me want to watch it. Um, kind of like kicking a dog in half. Doesn't make me just want to jump in and spend an hour and two hours of my time. Yeah, um, totally Douglas, did for me. Douglas and Brian. <laughs> Uh, Gotta see why a dog did get you, kicked in the ass. Why do you not like babies peeing on fire? Why? <laughs> Go ahead, Doug. Yeah, Brian. Oh, all right. Uh, I, short and simple, I've never seen the movie, so... Fair. Uh, Brian, you're not allowed to not see a movie, so go. <laughs> I, I own the movie. Yeah! Haven't watched it yet. Ah! Oh, <laughs> fair. <laughs> no, I, I, that and The Killer both, um, I, I've heard so much about, and I, and I haven't just, I've never gotten around to watching them yet. I know I've not liked any of John Woo's American films, but I hear these are much better, but I just haven't watched it yet. It's like James White and Arsenic and Old Lace. Own it, haven't watched it. Got it. Uh, okay, what? so... Well, I don't know. He finally watched it. Oh, he did. Good. That's awesome. Damn it. Okay, so go ahead, Sandy. Okay, Cody, get ready. Take a drink of water. Uh, wipe your brow. Um, get ready for for this one. It took me a little while to uh, to climb on the bandwagon. I finally have. Uh, after the first couple times, I fell asleep near the end. Um, I've had to rewatch this a couple of times, a couple of times more since then, and I actually kind of don't hate i don't hate it it's actually kind of okay um but it is transformers the last night um i find this entire movie over the top from the beginning to the end it does not stop it does not get it does not get easier it gets whole it gets wholly over the top and like cody said it totally embraced it and just went absolutely and dumped all their money into as many explosions and does what michael bay does best and that makes big big things blow up uh i like this movie i do and but it's but it's horribly over the top in a lot of places but i like it I, I like all things that Michael Bay does. So, I mean, you know, it's just, that's just my cross to bear. I know my, my team partner is looking at me right now and shaking his head. It's the one thing he shakes his head disappointingly at me about. Um, but yeah. So uh, for me, number six is uh, the critically under underrated Transformers, the last night. So I'm going to just say this real quick. Please stop putting words in my mouth to say this is like I coached you into making this decision because uh, you're like, it's non-stop. Cody, like Cody said, it doesn't stop. Uh, no, this movie should have stopped. Um, 
you did a really good job I of selling it. You really did a really good job of selling this one is basically saying, um, I fell asleep multiple times before actually being able to get through to it. And then after that, it just hit for you. Um, that's like Avatar for me. Like I fell asleep many <laughs> times watching Avatar. Nowhere would I put it on any top ten list besides if unless worst was at the top. Um, I'm going to be real honest with you here. No, I haven't watched this. I don't know why that's even a shock. I sat through three hours plus of Age of Extinction. And I went to my therapist and he said, you know what, Cody, you've (laughs) suffered enough. You're good. Don't do it to yourself. No, the moment that the previews came out and everything was shown, I said, no, there's nothing in this movie that sells. I worked at the theater. I went and watched 30 minute clips here and there. I've got a gist of it. The movie is trash really rough throughout um a lot of people i mean i don't need to be on the hill to say this but like it made half the money the first the fourth one did so that's clue enough that not a lot of people like it um but yeah if you're gonna put i think any of the any of the transformer movies can be considered over the top any of them and they could maybe qualify for best more than the last night uh, so many good actors just decided to get Ferraris or Corvettes on their paychecks <laughs> from these movies. But man, is this a very interesting choice. You literally didn't put some movies on there like Furious 7, which I would have respected a little bit more, but you put The Last Night. <clears throat> I wish I could say this was your last time on the show, but after this list, I kind of have to bring you back. Um, but, 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 but Cody, come on. I was, uh, Kate Yeager, my, 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 my guy, he's back in this movie. Okay. He's like- <laughs> um, Brian, Doug, um, I'm, you should, I, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for not having all this on your list. Did this even come close to making your list? Not because the word best is on there. Because it, Is it over the top? Is there just insane barrage of action? Absolutely. It is not good in any way, shape, or form. Like like Sandy admitted, I watched this movie, and the first time I watched it, I was I literally fell asleep a couple times. And when a movie can be that loud and that just just constant barrage of action and you can fall asleep, that's saying something about how actually good the movie is. And when I finally did go back and watch the rest of it, because I apparently am a glutton for punishment, it was every bit as bad as I thought it was in my sleep. So, no, it had no chance of making the list. Uh, before I let Doug talk, I did message Sandy when he sent me the list, which I tried to give zero feedback. And I said, that's the last night, right? Question mark. He said, yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know this is best, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, okay. Um, All right. So, Doug, please All explain right. to me Here- why you hate Here- tremendously metal movies. Go ahead. No, I got it. I got it why you put it on the list. See those couple times that he fell asleep? He actually dreamed a better script <laughs> and a better movie. So that's why he made the best. Gotcha. Uh, no, I haven't seen a Transformer movie since 3 when 3 let me down. So, um, yeah, I don't... I don't. Well, no, that's not true. I saw Bumblebee and I like Bumblebee. But that was just... Oh, my God. I stayed away from it. I stayed away from uh, Age of Extinction. All of them. Uh, yeah, nope. Horrible, did, horrible you, movie. did you really believe that two was much better? 
No, but I was still drinking the juice. You did the time. Phantom Menace walk into Attack of the Clones and be like, yes. this can't be that bad. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. Um, okay. Wow, two shots at me in one pick. I'm sorry. If you like <laughs> Attack of the Clones, then I'm worried about you in this community. Oh, whatever, Sandy. Um, I'm sorry you like sand. That's course. Again, it gets everywhere. Um, okay, we're going to go to your next one. Um, okay. Go ahead. My Which, number. Personally, I thought this was your one. <laughs> Turns out I was wrong. Please tell me about it. All right. So I, I am a child of the 80s, you know, born in the 70s, really came into my own movie wise, you know, late, late, late 70s, early 80s, throughout the entire 80s. This is part of a franchise and I was so excited to see this as a, as a young man. Um, and it didn't disappoint. It is escape from LA. That's right. Everybody, Everybody? will go. Uh, what? Nope. Does anybody have that? Oh, wait, sorry. I forgot. Oh, that's right. We made a new rule for Sandy. that's right. Sandy, no nobody. One okay. That's right. So <laughs> I picked escape from LA and it is so over the top and cheesy and good at the same time. Snake Plissken is as good as ever. He's an older uh, an older snake, but still has the same sass and attitude. He's so he's so good in the role. And 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 then they start surfing down Hollywood Boulevard um, with a gigantic tidal wave that uh, that goes over there. I can't watch that scene enough. Uh, I, sometimes I'll just look it up on YouTube and watch the whole surfing scene because not only is he surfing, but he's plugging people left, right, and center off of it. He's it's it's so good. Um, I watch this as many times as I can. It comes on TV all the time. I really enjoy this movie. Uh, it's for me. It's not as good as it's not as good as uh, Escape from New York, of course. Uh, but it's so much cheesier. It's so much more over the top in this one because I think they thought that they had to do that uh, to go at it. But I loved it all the same. So my uh, number five pick or number yeah number five pick is Escape from L.A. So when this was your one, I was like, okay, this is not so bad. You know, I figured maybe <laughs> he's a child of the '80s. This makes sense. This resonated with him. Nope, you made this way lower. Uh, you made some other ones move up. So this is kind of now. I have no idea. I don't understand you, uh, Brian and Doug. Uh, why not Escape from LA? I I didn't like Escape from New York much, even though I'm also a child of the '80s. I a lot of actually that old John Carpenter does not do it for me. Um, Escape from LA was it cheesier than New York? Yes. Was it a little more over the top? Absolutely, with the surfing scene. But I. I personally still do not enjoy it, so I wouldn't have made my list. Okay. And uh, no. Yeah, I like I like New York better than L.A., and uh, didn't really like uh, L.A. after the first time I saw it, so I never watched it again. Fair. Um, okay. Um, okay, two more. We can get through this. <laughs> no, just, just, just oh, one more. Oh, just, oh, just, just one more. Just the one more. Yeah, you can just you can okay. relax a little bit. So, okay, I, and I do just want to clarify that when I said that you uh, you had said this earlier, I meant about the other movie that you had talked about. That uh, uh, it was, I wasn't trying to put words anymore. Um, I was, yeah, positive. Uh, so my f- number four movie is a movie that I really enjoy, uh, mostly because of the bad guy, because I really enjoyed the bad guy in this movie. Uh, it is Expendables three. 
Uh, I like this movie. They brought in a bunch of young bucks to, you know, to, to sort of, you know, de-age or, you know, get a more average age of younger than the 900,000 years old of the regular cast that they have. Uh, and I thought they did a pretty good job. I thought they did a pretty good job. But come on, Mel Gibson is by far the standout in this movie. His crazy psycho uh, look when he's doing things, the, the relationship that he has with Barney uh, is, is so good in this movie I, Antonio Banderas is fantastic um I, I I I like this movie a lot and it is like just like all the rest of the expendables uh they are all so over the top you cannot possibly I, I don't know what kind of budget these movies had they must have had like they must have paid their actors absolutely nothing and put every cent they had into the budget for the explosions, the guns, the helicopters, the everything that they did. I really like this movie a lot. So that's why it's number four on my list. This is number four. Expendable three. I give everybody, like I give you a pass, like you're a child of the eighties and you saw Expendables one. And it's like, this is like the old Avengers powering up together. I'm excited for it. But then you pick the third one. The third one. I remember I got hired at the theater and I got free movies. And I wanted to see everything possible. Didn't matter what it was. It was free. I went day, day, triple features, quadruple features, did not care. Off days were just movie days. This is I walked out. I walked clear out of this movie and I did not see the end of it. Um, I was I was just like, this is garbage. Um, and I didn't like Expendables 2. I didn't like this. I just love Stallone didn't learn his lesson. Like Rocky Balboa was such an Oscar, just great film for him. He decided, you know what? I used to shoot people. I'll go shoot people again with my buddies. Like terrible choice. Awful choice. Very upsetting with this movie. I do not understand you um, at all, Sandy. Um, Brian, will. Brian did not like Expendables 1. So what did you think about the third one? Um, I, I don't really like any of the Expendables movies. Of the three, Expendables 3 is the best one. And that's only because of the people who weren't in the other ones. Mel Gibson, Wesley Snipes, and Antonio Banderas were all awesome in this movie. <laughs> Yes, I, if the movie was them, I liked their parts in this. But it's still an Expendables movie. It's still sad watching Grandpa do his thing. And that's how they kept it so cheap, is they were all probably doing favors because they thought Sly was going to die soon. I don't know. Oh, but, man. But, uh, but no, we're stuck with him trying to be Rambo again, which is a whole other story. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this was not going to make my list, though. Yeah, always that they have to purchase their Viagra somehow. Um, uh, Douglas, <laughs> uh, Douglas uh, why, you loved the first one. Why did you hate the third one? Uh, I didn't necessarily hate the third one. Uh, do I think it's better than the first Expendables? No. Uh, I thought the first Expendables was something that was... They were trying to do something, you know, that's never been done before. And uh, they kind of just started cookie-cutting it and making it into sequels. So that's why, you know, I enjoyed the first one over the other two. My question is, Randy Couture in the third one? No, but you have the horrible acting of another fighter, Ronda Rousey. So Oh, that, that's why. That's why. Yeah. Lost Randy Couture. Doug oh, no, actually, Randy out. was still in it, briefly. Oh, yeah. oh. Well, I figured Doug would be out because there's not. there was just not enough Randy Couture. Okay, <laughs> no, there um, wasn't. I wanted to see him super punch. Okay, super so now we're going to go 1-1-1. One, one, one. Uh, well, we're going to go 3-3-3, three, 2-2-2, three, three, two, 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 one, 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 talk at a time. Uh, so this one, uh, shocked that this happens. <laughs> 
Uh, hey, Brian and Doug, why don't you talk about your number three? Because you guys yeah. have the exact same thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. yeah. Brian, you can go first. All right. Well, it, over the top action, there's one name that comes to mind, and it is Michael Bay, because uh, that's just, that's all he does. Um, so there definitely had to be a Michael Bay film on this list. And the one that I chose to put on here, and apparently him too, was Bad Boys 2. Um, Bad Boys 1 was a great movie, full of action. You know, it's an action comedy. But Bad Boys 2, he went so over the top with everything. You got the freeway chases with corpses falling out the back of the truck. You got the the insane ending at the at the uh, with, the, with the minefield and everything. Everything in between with the shootouts and the crazy 360-degree camera angles. Um I think that this movie, more than the rest of Michael Bay's, combined his like fun, you know, his stylized over-the-top action with actually still being a fun, solid action flick. Whereas, like with Transformers, it's you know all the action that's not good. I think this one has the best balance of the two. Done. Uh, I actually agree with everything Brian said. Uh, I thought this one was going to get me ripped to shred. It's probably going to get both of us ripped to shred because. <laughs> It's got the biggest gap between critics and audiences. Uh, the critic score was like 22%. Audiences love this movie at 78%. Uh, a few of my favorite scenes are the minefield. When they're going through the minefield, it's just incredible. Uh, come on. Who doesn't love the imitate the uh, the the scene where Reggie meets Marcus for the first time? <laughs> and he's just like, we got to do this. Mike, we got to do this. Oh my God, Mike Lowry! Oh man, that movie's just filled with quotable scenes, and it's just an over-the-top action movie. When you want one, when you just want to pop one on, you can go to Bad Boys Two, and we can pull a Josh McCuga and just watch it and enjoy it over and over. Yeah. Um. So here we go, guys. Uh, I love Bad Boys Two. Um. Bad Boys Two. Bad Boys for Life. Uh. There's no question about it. I love Bad Boys 1. I love Bad Boys 2. I am 100% on board with Josh Mishikuga. Give me three in the worst possible way. Uh, this is probably the biggest, one of my favorite over-the-top action movies. I think Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are the perfect two choices for this movie. And it shows, especially in the second one. The first one's way more gritty and more, way more dark. So this more, is why more this, of a cop show. More of a cop. So this is why this is the acceptable for this list because it literally just goes balls to the wall. They don't care. Uh, Martin and them trying to intimidate like the the, the the boyfriend or whatever at the beginning, <laughs> and like he shows up in his jersey, and that you know they've gotten older. You can tell they've gotten older. They just don't have it, and they're like having to do it. The in, the insane like back and forth. I just I love this movie. You I look can't like you thirty. I mean, the movie starts up with Martin Lawrence and Will Smith dressed as KKK gear. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Shannon. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally so stupid, so over the top. But if you ask me, like, Cody, you have to pick one action movie to pop in right now, I probably would play Bad Boys 2. I love yes. the movie so much. Just the scene in the soundtrack is like, I think P. Diddy Nelly did a song for it. like, the bad boy's coming, can't stop. It's so stupid. The entire movie is stupid, and I love every minute of it. Um, this is cheesy action that I can fully get behind. So when you both had a three and you both had bad boys too, like it was bad boys too, I was just – I just couldn't, I couldn't do more, please. Um, 
I would actually been happier if it was higher, but three is fine. Um, Sandy, no Bad Boys Two. Do I do uh, eight yeah. Bad Boys Two? No, 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 no. I love both both the Bad Boys. I'm gonna be totally honest. Completely forgot about the Bad Boys because uh, my, in my in my in my upcoming Warzone match that we have right after this, uh, I picked Bay directed movies, so I had just finished watching them, uh, and so it wasn't on my mind at all as cheesy or everything. I was just so pumped because that's what Bad Boys does. It just gets me like i want to run around this i want to run around the streets with a slipped up shirt so no my pecs can bounce and you know will smith be all oh and then you see you know i just wanted i just wanted to do all that so i completely forgot and there's absolutely no question in my mind that it would have taken a very high spot on my list if i had remembered but i didn't bad boys (laughs) too i cannot i i please if you need crowdfunding if you need a GoFundMe to get bad boy threes done i'm on i'm I'm on board so they wrapped it already yeah, I think they are officially done with Bad Boys Three, so it is on its way. I don't even care. They can't, they can't. They can't take. They can't make me mad. I'd probably be okay with whatever they give me. Um, okay, so uh, Sandy, give us your three. Oh boy. Uh, my, uh, my three is a movie that they just talked about, I think last week on, uh, Collider Live, and it is the Sylvester Stallone masterpiece of cheese, Cobra. <laughs> uh, that movie from beginning to end is full of the most over the top, over the top lines. The bad guy is literally the most over top bad guy you could possibly have. He doesn't care about nothing. He just wants to burn the whole world down. And Marion Cobretti, that's right, Marion Cobretti, who has uh, every single thing on his body, has a cobra of some type on it. Uh, his two guns have cobras. His car's a cobra. Everything about him is a cobra, except that he's not tall. Uh, he's still Sylvester Stallone, so he has no, he, he, and he's, you know, he can't, you know, he's just not a cobra. And, and But it is over the top cheese at its best. I mean, you're the disease with a toothpick sticking out of his mouth. You're a disease on the cure. Uh, I mean, come on. I mean, it, it, like, it doesn't get better than Cobra for over the top 80s action. Uh, so that's my number three. So sad nobody else picked it. This is where this is where the law ends, and I start. start. So, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, again, Stallone does a lot of stupid ones. I again, I probably I don't know. Over the top. This is kind of the idea where I was going with. Like, this is one of those can definitely classify. You already did that. You're the disease. I'm the cure. Uh, cuts the pee. Like, it's just he's just stupid in this, and like he knows. I'm gonna it. blow up this. I'm gonna blow up this uh, this supermarket. Fine. I don't shop here. This <laughs> is <laughs> just so dope. I uh, love it. I, I don't have a problem with this being. This is kind of one of those things that I pre- I kind of predicted to be on this list. I'm kind of surprised Brian and uh, Doug didn't have it, but um, maybe they're just not a fan of it. And I understand because this is also one of those that either you like it or ugh. But my dad showed me this, and it was it was off to the races for this. Um, this is why Expendables annoys me so much because because of this moment. Uh, Brian, Doug, real quick, what do you guys think? Go, Doug. Uh, I, uh, I'm gonna get a lot of shun, but I've actually never seen Cobra. That's fair. Okay. No, it's not. There oh, are there there are two movies that completely just symbolize the '80s over the top action cheese of the one man army. I'm not gonna mention the other one in case Sandy has it even higher on his list. 
but uh, but Cobra is definitely one of them. It's it's as cheesy over the top as you get. It's it's it absolutely can deserve a spot on this list. I didn't pick it personally because there are other movies that I wanted to have on there more, but I I can totally see this be on the list. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so a little little over on time right now, but we're gonna move along just fine. Uh, number two, uh, got some question marks for this for Doug, but go ahead. Um, your number two. Question marks. It's a 1988 classic, and it's on Brian's wall right now. Uh, I went with Die Hard as my number two. Um, when you think of 80s over the top, come on. That movie itself gives you one of the best lines ever uttered in a movie. yippee Kaye, motherfucker. Uh, the, the welcome to the party pound when he, when he throws the guy out the window to stop him from leaving. Like, what the hell do I do? Oh, I'll throw a guy out the window. Uh, come on. Ho, ho, ho. I, or I got a machine gun now. Ho, ho, ho. Like, it's just crazy fun action adventure. It's a one-man army going in to basically say, fuck you, I'm here. I'm going to destroy you. Okay. Um, go with... Uh, uh, I disagree with this. I don't consider this over the top. I consider this right amount of action. Um... I feel like this is just borderline. Like, this is 100% just an action movie. Like, yes, there are some ridiculous moments, but it's man versus man. Man versus army. And yes, you have to you have to get rid of reality for the simple fact that John McClane survives all of it. But at the end of the day, he doesn't do anything, like, stupid out of the world to get away from the things. He doesn't, like, shove a grenade in someone's mouth and runs past them. He doesn't, he doesn't like drop kick three guys off a balcony like he just goes through and shoots and survives and barefoot glass like that's the class i always i will always say this Die Hard changed action movies for the better is the man that it proves any man it's an every man hero it it made the, it made it what it was i think it's beautiful what it did i just don't consider it over the top i consider it right amount um but i mean you title the word action up there. People are going to put this. Um, but Brian, I know as me and you share a huge love for this movie. Um, again, I think you're still the highest accuracy in a diehard match. Uh, and uh, <laughs> can't be unseated pretty much. Uh, why, why not diehard? Do you kind of agree with what I'm saying or what? Uh... Yeah, exactly. Diehard is my number one favorite action movie of all time. I, I think it is a perfect action movie. Like you said, it changed action movies from, like I talked about earlier, the one man unstoppable army, you know, Schwarzenegger, Stallone kind of thing. And it turned it into the everyman hero. And he does, he takes damage. His feet hurt and he limps when he cuts it with glass. He, he gets beat up and, and you can see it in him. And so it changed action movies to more of the everyman. And so it, I agree with you. I didn't consider it over the top at all. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. Uh, same um, I think of I think of uh, Die Hard in the same realm as I think of First Blood. Um, both people uh, very skilled, set in a situation where they're not in control uh, of anything. They're they're in they're alone and they have to fight multiple people. But I don't consider anything that either film did was over the top. Uh, I mean, like like Brian said, I mean he he gets damaged. 
he gets damaged. I mean, you take, I think Brian was alluding to that I might have this on my list, but you take something like Commando, mm-hmm. where, where Schwarzenegger is just literally sitting up there going for 20 minutes railing down people. And when does he get hurt? He gets sliced up a little bit from or shot in the shoulder in the shoulder for crying out loud there's so much he's got so much muscle there i'm surprised the bullet didn't bounce off and and and, and he's doesn't get hurt john mcclain gets hurt throughout this entire movie and beaten and bruised and you see the toll it takes on a, on a human being trying to fight for what is right so for me not over the top at all greatest act one of the greatest action movies uh, if not the greatest action movie of all time um so uh, i love the choice I just don't think it's over the top. Fair enough. Number two goes to Brian. All right. Number two is the one I don't know if anyone here has even seen, but if not, you absolutely should. It's a, a Netflix original film, which really means a film that was made and then they bought it. Um, a 2018 Indonesian action we called The Night Comes For Us. If you have not seen this, go to Netflix and watch it tonight. If you like the Raid movies, mm. which almost made my list, this is made by some of the same people that made the Raid and it is so balls to the wall, incredible action martial arts scene. I mean, it starts off kind of good, but then once you by like halfway point to the end, is just crazy. It's epic. It's hardcore. It's brutal. It's it's graphic. I mean, I found myself just kind of going, "Oh shit!" Like so many times just while watching this movie. And you know, I I don't know what else to say about it. Just it's it's so nonstop and constant and graphic in its action. If you like the Raid movies, this takes that and ups it yet another level, and you should definitely watch it. Oh, and there's, there's, one, there's one fight scene I got to talk about in, in particular. It's a all-female three-way, which is not the way you're thinking of it, but a fight scene, and it's just crazy. Check it out tonight. Yeah, Tonight for Comes for Us is uh, epic. Uh, I, heard, I got this by recommendation, and I couldn't have been happier of watching it. Um, it's insane. Uh, I'm with Brian. There's a lot of parts I'm like, God, stop! Um, but it's a good, it's a it's a good action. Um, it's again, it's kind of that movie like John Wick Three. You pretty much have to be like, pause. I just need to sit here for a second. Like, there's just too much going the fuck on. I don't know what I'm, what's going on. There's just too much. Uh, uh, Doug, Sandy, I'm gonna make this real quick. Have you guys seen the movie? Nope. In my Netflix queue. Okay, yep. that's watch all the same time with it. Please go watch it. I think it's fantastic. This is actually a really good choice for you, too. I uh, had no issue with that one. Uh, Sandy, give us your number two. <laughs> all right, my number two uh, harkens back to uh, a lot of what we've already been talking about, and it is uh, I like this better than the original. Um, I, I know I'm going to take a, a ton of heat, but The Expendables um i really enjoyed the expendables too i i think that it is over the top again uh it, it starts off with you know bruce willis and schwarzenegger you know do and and and, and stallone doing their one all, one doesn't care uh, one is just trying to get some money and the other one is just in it for you know the script because he wrote it um but i mean you know we get the awesome villain of uh jean-claude van damme come on i mean seriously he's he, anything that jean-claude van damme is in is good uh but the amount of over the top in this movie i think far exceeds one or three i think two is way more over the top i think the action is just is insane throughout this entire movie and you just sit back and you go wow 
first off, they must have to charge whoever is being is, is hiring them a butt ton of money just to pay for the ammunition that they all use. It's crazy. Um, but I I love this movie. I think it's very, very rewatchable. I don't think that there's very much in it that sucks. And um, yeah, uh, so Expendables 2 is my number two. I'm just we're we're running out on time. I'm just gonna save it. Um, stop. Uh, that's that is just a terrible ass pick. Um, I literally can't believe you just uttered the words that Jean Claude Van Damme and like just stop. You want some cookies? Like that's about the best he's been in the last forty years. Uh, I can't stand it. Uh, again. Didn't, I wouldn't put Expendables 1. I dang sure ain't putting 2, and I wouldn't put 3. Yeah, Sandy, thank you. Thank you. First ballad, unanimous Hall of Famer. <laughs> um, Brian, Doug, I don't think we need to really talk no. much on it. It's basically no, what we've said. Before. I don't. You know, you you know my thoughts on the whole series, and two, I can't even remember what happened in that one compared to the other two, so... Yeah. Uh, one gets a walker, the other falls downstairs. Okay, uh, we're gonna go to uh, number one now. Sandy, good job with putting two expendable movies, but couldn't put Furious Seven or RoboCop. Um, gonna go to uh, Doug here. Doug, give us your one. Uh, my number one is Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Uh, when I think of over top action, when I think of stuff that's just ridiculously great story, uh. It comes to this the, from the opening scene to the closing scene. It's filled with nothing but action. And come on, I mean the mall shootout scene alone, the bar scene in the beginning, the hospital escape scene when you see the T one thousand just go through the gate. Yep, uh, the nuclear scene just when she's imagining the the nuclear holocaust happening. Uh, their final fight. Uh, everything about this movie, it is a nostalgia film mess for me because I love this movie. I remember watching it with my uncle the first time. So, yeah, uh, I went with Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Um, I'll save this one, too. Um, I agree. I, it's more action-y than the first one, especially because the first one's more of a, like, pretty much a horror movie. I will definitely say there's a lot of creepy elements in that one. But I cannot agree with the over the over, really over the top. There's over top elements, but I just consider this more of like a thriller, the hunt down the the past, like the future. I don't know. I wouldn't. I consider this one of the best action movies of all time. Over the top, I have a difference of opinions. But again, I think it's great. I think, again, I can't say anything bad about Terminator Two. Like there's nothing. I, I'm done. That's stupid, but I just don't believe it belongs on the list for the over the top. Um, Brian? Um, yeah, this kind of follows in the same thing as Die Hard. Um, Terminator 2 is probably in, within my top 10, maybe even five of action films, but I don't consider it over the top. So, pretty much just echoing everything you said. Okay. Candy, uh, yeah, this uh, when I said that Die Hard was uh, could be considered as the number one uh, action movie. This is the one that I flip flop with all the time. Um, Terminator Two is to me uh, a very uh, like damn near a perfect movie. Uh, it does not have a lot wrong with it. Uh, even when you're talking about the little things, they're not even that bad. Um, but I don't consider it over the top at all. I can see where Doug 
thinks, you know, would, would, would think that it could get over the top. I mean, with some of the, 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 the cheesy things that are in it, but I just consider that action, uh, action, eighties, nineties action movie. Fair. Um, oh, Brian, go ahead. Tell me what your number one is. Uh Oh, Oh, you don't like this one. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. Um, yeah. my number one, um, you probably know it because I yiked it earlier. That is Mad Max Fury Road. Um, Mad Max Fury Road is a movie that knows exactly what it wants to be, and what it wants to be is batshit crazy. Um, <laughs> batshit crazy it is in all the right ways. It's essentially a two-hour, uh, uh, two hours, two straight hours of action um, with just a breather briefly at the turnaround point because it's just a journey there and back again movie. But you don't get much more over the top than this. I mean, even the vehicles look like they took off the doodles of a 14-year-old's folder with cars covered in spikes and guns and flamethrowers and speakers. I mean, even the the guitars in this movie have flames shooting out of them. Um, You don't get more over the top than this movie. I'm not actually a big fan of the other Mad Max movies. I mean, they're okay, but this one just blew me away and it's so crazy. And that's not even get into the Cirque du Soleil-esque pole dancer people that are flopping around. And I love this movie. It is insane and it is awesome. Uh, I'll just touch on it real fast. I hate this movie. I've been on record to it. It's one that everybody I consider doing uh, that people love uh, because it was overhyped. I can't stand it. I think it's, uh, I will never argue that it's not beautiful or it's not the practical effects are amazing. Like there's a lot of stuff that you can like in this movie. I think the movie lulls a lot. Like I don't like the plot points. I like some story. There's no story. Um, for me, like that I can grasp onto, it's a battle for gasoline, but no one fills up these 18 wheelers the entire trip to get them from point A to point B. It drives me absolutely up the walls. Um, there's that scene that they go in the desert that I fall asleep on every time I've watched this <laughs> because it's like run, 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 nonstop, blah, blah, dead. Just out. Insane for me. Um, I just, I am, I, this was overhyped bad viewing experience didn't like it can't go back to it i just i am not a huge fan of this movie at all um doug you had it on your list go ahead and talk about it yeah i had it at number five um i i think this movie is incredible i think the action is a constant uh on except for that one little lull breather scene that you get um i think it's a constant go 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 constant over the top go 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 um I, I still to this day love the line I live, I die, I live again. It's a classic line and I just think it's a really great movie. Hey, uh, Sandy, not on your list. Uh, thank uh, you. But why? It's not in my list. It's not in my DVD or Blu-ray shelf. It is not anywhere because I haven't seen it and the reason no. I haven't seen it was because every single person in the world told me that I have to go and see this movie and no. Just no. Um, I've seen enough of the commercials to go, eh, all right. but if all I never ever get is that dude that's sitting on like going <laughs> all the time, I don't, I don't care. So, uh, what a lovely guy. Okay. Um, we're going to go to Sandy's number one. Sandy, please tell us what your number one is. <laughs> all right. This is a movie that I went and saw in the theater. And I was like literally the only person that stayed throughout the whole time. Um, And not only did I stay for the whole time, I went back the next day and watched it again. I really love last action hero from with Schwarzenegger. It is a fun movie. People don't give it enough credit. It is fun. 
it is so over the top. Like every scene of this movie is something utterly ridiculous. And you just, you just, you have to soak it up and eat it like a sandwich, the cheese and the ham all in one delicious bite throughout the whole thing. Last action hero. Get down is so good. Uh, so good. So last action hero is my number one action movie of awesome over the topness people on this show has always broke down lists differently kirk broke it down by characters of monster movies brooklyn broke down music said in how the music affects the movie um uh boatman broke down uh pixar characters that meant the most to him sandy broke down the list of worst instead of best and you know what that was a bold (laughs) strategy i just completely disagree with you um over the top does not can make it bad over the top can be good um but hey more power to you lax action hero i watched it because i my dad had a huge buzz for it and i watched it and like cobra yeah last action hero uh, i'm with john roca that movie sucks uh, i hate that movie that's one of them i just i'm never going i'm never going back to it i can never go back to it um so yeah uh doug Ryan, anything? Uh, to be honest, I actually like that movie. Um, I don't consider it to be one of the best. I think it's I think it's definitely a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, the video store is my favorite scene in that movie because you get Stallone in all the Arnie films, and it's so great. It's so great. And then he's like, yeah, all the numbers in Los Angeles start with 555. Uh, it's great. I, I, as a kid who watched that movie, uh, I love that movie. So, um, and it, it'll be a guilty pleasure for me. Do I think it's the best? No, but I can totally get down with why Sandy put it on his list. Brian? Uh, you know, when this movie first came out, I was not a big fan of it. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger was at the peak of his popularity and getting a little bit tired of his action films that were pumping out. And it was over, it was total oversaturation of marketing and stuff at the time, too. And so it got a lot of backlash there. But as I've rewatched it in the years since then, especially just the last couple of years, I really enjoy this movie. I mean, not just because it's Shane Black, which automatically gives it some credibility for me, but uh, I, I really enjoy it. I think it's fun. Do I think it's over the top? I didn't consider it for my list, but I, an argument could be made for it, but I'm, I have nothing bad to say about it. Fair. Um, okay, so you're the top ten list by you guys. <sighs> oh, okay. This might break, Cody. Robocop at ten. <clears throat> Cobra, nine. Furious, seven, eight. Expendables, two. That's your <laughs> number. Son of a bitch. Uh, number seven. The Night Comes, six, for us, number six. Die Hard, um, number five. Terminator 2, number four. Last Action Hero, number three. Bad Boys 2, number uh, uh, with number two. And Mad Max Fury Road as your number one all time. Um, so I pretty much started something, la- well, a episode that will drop. I'm going to do this one. So first place goes to, uh, oh, ha, ha, ha. you had Die Hard. So Douglas gets number one for today. Uh, he did not put Mad Max as high. Uh, it's his Ryan birthday. Gets- we'll give it to him. 
Yeah, Brian gets two. Uh, Sandy dead last. Uh, overall list, if I had to give it a grade in school, uh, guys, you'll have to see me after class because this is a D plus. So uh, we'll talk about this after class. But again, thank you guys for joining us. Um, again, if you want to hit any of these guys, I, they're all on Facebook. Brian Michaels, Douglas Castle, Sean, Sandy Robinson. Check them out. They're all over the place. Uh, check their stuff out. Um, they're fantastic guys. Um, but we've ran over time, so we're just going to wrap this quick. So guys, uh, we have a, a few episodes I'm going to announce right now. If you're still listening, you get the head jump. Uh, the few uh, that I'm posting for is Best Director Represented by One Film. So basically two people can have Spielberg, but two different movies as their choices. So it's going to be a very interesting concept. And Best Tarantino Characters for um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood coming out. So if you have any interest, if you stayed this long, please comment on the post that I will drop tomorrow on the page with the graphics if you want to. Um, and I'll try to get you on an episode. Again, have fun. Keep watching movies. Not the one Sandy suggested. Bye-bye.